Everybody and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I am Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, and I am of course joined by Tommy McNamara, the Prince of Snarkness. What are you pointing at? I'm there, buddy? currently shocked that Tom has a mouse connected to his laptop. What is this so shocking for? <laughs> this is a new development. I, I turned 31. I got a mouse pad. I got a. I got large bifocals. Your birthday was four months ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, my the little uh, the touchpad thing is screwed up, and rather than get it fixed, I I solved my problems with uh, adding, you know. A UCB or wait UCB. Mm-hmm. I I decided to buy a, sh- a stock in UCB. Yes. It seems Now's like the their time. company was doing well. No, I got a little USB port. Uh, he didn't mouse. just spring for any mouse. He sprang for the Amazon Basics. <laughs> the mouse. Amazon oh, wow. Basic, literally the first one that pops up. <laughs> you That's, are an Amazon Basic. You basic ass Bezos. You Basic. <laughs> All right. Before All right, we get any further into this, <laughs> let's introduce our guest. Uh, we have the hilarious Chris. Chris Duffy. Oh, hi everyone. Thanks for coming, buddy. Thanks. We've been meaning to get you on forever. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, I w- I have to address this up top. My girlfriend brings it up all the time. She says that you're the reason we met. That Ooh. is. I think I'm not the reason you two met, but I think I am the reason you are still dating. Right, <laughs> that is true. Because uh, I, Antonia, and I knew each other before you and I knew mm-hmm. each other. We were hosting. Uh, a different, worse podcast together. <laughs> no, and it was a good show. I listened to that show before me and Antonio's first date. Oh, really? Yes. But like only to prep for the date. Of course. It wasn't like you <laughs> no, happened no, to I be listening. Like, yeah. I would listen be... to it before every date with any woman. <laughs> well, I, I listened to a personal finance podcast that's sponsored content. <laughs> well, you oh, got to be ready for all dates. Before every date, listen to the person's podcast, and they will have one. <laughs> oh, yeah. That <laughs> is... Welcome to 2019. <laughs> that way, if you don't fall in love with them, you may end up with a new podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least you have a great discount code. That's why uh, Tommy's on Bumble is to uh, to get people into this show. <laughs> this is my second podcast recording of the day. But uh, damn, she, yeah, podcast she, Saturdays. She told me that she had uh, like met someone who was who she liked, but she's like, I'm worried because wait, like, who the fuck did she meet? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I thought it was you. <laughs> And then she was like, I don't know. I'm worried, though, because he's like a comedian. Like, is that like, should I date a comedian? Is that a really horrible idea? And I was like, well, I'm also a comedian. And I would say that, like, we're not always the best people to date. Sure. But it seems like you like this person. And I don't think it should be an immediate deal breaker. And then she yeah. was like, OK. Yeah. And now I appreciate it. Has bloomed. It's been a great time. The ultimate wingman move. That's right. <laughs> Even before I knew whose wing I was winging. <laughs> Is that how it works? Nope, that's that not at all true. right. Well, I, I actually <laughs> I'm imagining that I was the body of the bird and you were the wing, but that's not how the metaphor works, I think. I think it's actually an Air Force metaphor. <laughs> uh, oh, I introduced Robert Durst to his last ex-wife because oh, yeah. I didn't know him, but she was looking for somebody. <laughs> that, was, that ended. I'm unlucky in love. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite spot in New York uh, is there is a bench in Bryant Park that is dedicated by Robert Durstad. <laughs> I sit there every time I see it. <laughs> just because I think it's funny. <laughs> Incredible. Um, how are you, how was you, so you had two pods today? I did a pod talking about the Jordan Peele film, Us. Oh, wow. Very, very to see it. new. Yes, very new. Saw it Thursday night. So fresh. Big fan, yeah. Um, what else is going on? It's an what exclusively us pod. Uh, it's uh, my friend. Uh, <laughs> they just started it. It's just in-depth conversations it's, about the movie. It's going to be weekly, probably for a few years. I guess. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, it's my friend Brett Arnold, former guest of this podcast, who also produces a weekly show with me, and he has yes. a horror podcast. Okay, good and man. So we went on and talked about 
A good man. Yes. No one can deny that. Um, <laughs> I'll take it. No I will deny it. <laughs> Someone do, should come on the show to defend uh, Brett <laughs> instead of a band. They just defend Brett. Yes, that's what we need. <laughs> um, what? Uh, how's your day going there? Pretty uh, good, Christopher. I've been taking a lot of uh, doing a lot of chores. I yeah. did laundry. I went shopping. Is for this groceries. a chore to you? Coming yeah, to talk to us. Yeah, this is absolutely a chore. <laughs> Honestly, I'd rather still be doing laundry. <laughs> but sometimes you got to come defend your band. Of course. What? A, and your band today we should address is, of course, Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, that's right. Who we haven't talked about on the sit down pod. We did an episode. We did a live episode where Josh sit down is the name oh. of Viper Scenes podcast. By the way, <laughs> uh, Josh, we're gonna take that over. <laughs> Josh also did. Josh defended them on a live episode. Well, mm-hmm. One of my and, best friends, and I am honored to be doing the same thing. Yes. Do you think that maybe? Yeah, what, what is it about you guys that makes you love Hootie? I wonder. Friendly young gentlemen love That's Hootie true. and the nice, Blowfish. <laughs> nice young men love Hootie. Nice and the young men love Hootie. That <laughs> is actually a t shirt they sell on their tour. <laughs> nice young men love Hootie. I, it's funny. I was doing a little bit of research for the show today, mm-hmm. and I searched on Twitter, I hate Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> One of the first things that popped up is a Josh Gondelman tweet. Oh. Ooh. Uh, I want to see if it pops up if I do it again, if that's exactly oh, what I It was one of those one-time there series. <laughs> you might have deleted this account after being canceled today. Oh, no. <laughs> this is from 2012, so long before he defended them on our show. He wrote, Hootie and the Blowfish has gone from thing I liked as a kid uh, past, uh, thing I reflexively hate, all the way to thing I am nostalgic for. Ah. That's I think that's right. Yeah, that's is that too. how you feel about yeah, it, yeah. too? Were you were you into them right off the bat? I you know it was one of those where like I heard it on the radio and I was yes. like, okay, I am feeling this. Yep. Like here we go, <laughs> hit me with that country infused rock. Yes. Mm-hmm. And where are you from again? I'm from New York. You're from New York, so you're just a New York kid taking the old, just trying to feel what it would be like to be a country guy. You know? <laughs> riding the six all the way down south. That's right, riding the six down south. That was the, the midnight train to Georgia. <laughs> yeah, she was on the six. Yeah, uh, I was taking the bus across town so I could. Get on the six and go south. <laughs> um, and then, and then I, I, you know, I was thinking about like why, because there's a lot of bands that I just like, but uh-huh. I was thinking like, what's a good stand by your band band? Yeah. And I think the reason why this was like embarrassing was uh-huh. because, because I was from New York, <laughs> everyone who I, all like the people that I went to high school with and middle school, they were like very cool yes. and like new mm-hmm. stuff and like went to concerts downtown and they were like, yeah, I'm into like art rock or like, I'm I'm listening to Vampire Weekend before they even are Vampire Weekend, <laughs> and you know? they're over there because it's New York. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know them, yeah. uh, and uh, I feel like this was one where uh, I've always not, even though I grew up in New York. My dad is from Michigan, and I've always kind of identified a little more mm-hmm. Midwestern. Yeah. and people in New York always like make fun of. It, growing up, people like made fun of the way I said things because they were like got a Midwestern accent. Really, and I so associate Hootie and the Blowfish with like driving from new york to visit my uh grandparents and my cousins in in michigan like these like incredibly long drives and i'd like be in the back seat listening to hootie and the blowfish on a cd player oh okay yeah i don't have to be so cool i could just like (laughs) feel what i feel and here i am listening to hootie i would find that very stressful is i like that i got yeah, to to wait until I got to like college and after to have to you know oh, have yeah, cool to music cool. taste. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got I've told this story before, but I got ripped apart when I got to college for my iTunes because oh, yeah? I was just like, music is good. <laughs> I would listen to everything. Like when I got iTunes, I just downloaded every CD that I could. Yeah, mm-hmm. it didn't matter what it was, and I got into like all of it. <laughs> then, yeah. Uh, yeah, my, I just remember a very a particularly devastating night where my friend Josh Murphy was sitting on a couch looking at my iTunes with a girl that uh, I think 
every one of us was like into. She was like the one girl at our party that we were like, maybe she's like me. And then he was just ripping apart my music and she was cackling and I was like, end the party. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that also so horrible, right? Like, oh, this sa- these sounds bring you joy. Yeah. You're a loser. You're like, I'm sorry. It's not the same as the ones for you. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like, yeah, I don't understand. But I also, even now, when someone says like, so what kind of music do you like? I instantly like burst into sweat like all over i'm yeah. like oh god I, I hate answering that question and i'm like there's a wrong it's answer t- and i know i'm gonna say horrifying it. yeah it's and, never easy i don't know yeah tommy what do you uh how do you feel about this well, i feel I like you've got say, a very good taste in music though i, I appreciate you also that. are musical which i'm jealous yes. of. Also. yes you're but the musical I also, I also hate that question though because i do have a lot of i feel like like everyone, I have like eclectic it's music eclectic, taste. Yeah. yeah, and it's but then that sounds lame to say that. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't say anything but country or anything because now there's hack answers to that question. And, yeah. and I do like country, so uh-huh. I, you know, I do. Like I know, country. and people yeah. just rip it apart here. But it's like I want to be like I like good country though. Exactly. I don't yeah. like pop country. I also do like Darius Rucker's country. Well, yes. also I wanted to say I. <laughs> to just show you how cool I am, I was prepping for this podcast by listening to a lot of Hootie and the Bluefish <laughs> yeah, the yeah. past few days, and. Uh, I, as I was listening to Darius Rucker's voice, I was like, you know who Darius Rucker kind of sounds like? Is Tommy McNamara. Ah. Don't you think so? Hold on. We got to listen to a little bit of Darius. Uh, <laughs> I feel like when Tommy goes into his like big, like, I'm really feeling it riffs, yes. that is Darius wow. Rucker voice. Damn. That is a high compliment. I will take Let's it. Let's hear uh, a little bit of Only Want to Be With You just to kick this guy off. I already, now that I'm thinking about his voice, I, I know what you're talking about. That's so pleasant. So pleasant. Who could could be so angry about that? Some people can. I gotta say, I I get why people don't like Hootie. Like, I love Hootie and the Blowfish, and listening to that, I'm like, wow, nostalgia and Uh great feelings. But I get why they don't like Hootie and the Blowfish, because here's my theory. One, too accessible. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not music where you have to be like, ah. I like listened to it six times, and actually, like I get what they're doing now. Like you yeah. listen to ten seconds, you know what Hootie and the Blowfish are doing. Yes, yes, that's fair. I feel like that's the same thing with a lot of the bands. So we do. Like Coldplay yeah. is exactly that. Like the, their first couple albums, it's just pleasant listening. It's easy to listen yeah. to. And then this, the I think another really big thing that I think is hard to defend is certainly one of the absolute all time worst band names. Oh, yeah, ho- a, a horrible band name. Hundred percent. Even made made significantly worse by the fact that in every interview, Darius Rucker refuses to say that he is Hootie. Yes, yeah. which is t- like, we don't on. know who Hootie is. <laughs> we don't know who the Blowfish are. Ugh. We just know that all There's of us together are. One of the guys are, in the band is Fish, though. Like his name is Fish. What if Dave Matthews something? did the same thing? He's yeah. like, oh, we're Dave Matthews. Band. Any of us could be Dave Matthews. Who, who's band? I don't know. <laughs> oh wait, I'm wrong. So this is one of their touring mu- musicians, Philip Fish Fisher. Okay. It seems like he could be a blowfish. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that seems to work out pretty well. And and I also think like they while I love the music, a lot of the lyrics are 
pretty bad. Like in yeah. uh, Only Want to Be With You. The Dolphins. The, the Dolphins <laughs> line is a really like an all-time big question when he's like, the Dolphins make me cry. Well, it's funny because all, <laughs> all of his lyrics are so vague for, for the most part. Yeah. And then he just randomly throws in the specific. And yeah. it's a very weird specific. Yeah, who's ever just looked at a dolphin and started weeping? <laughs> yeah, I think it raises some really big questions about like, so are we talking animal dolphins? Or yeah. is it the Miami dolphin? Yeah, is he so, from Miami? Oh, he's not. Could be. No, he's, he's not. not. Okay, because that would be South Carolina. North Carolina. South Carolina. Yeah, I think right. they, they started at uh, the University of Charleston or something like that. Yeah. At, at college in Charleston. Which actually is another kind of embarrassing funny thing about them is uh-huh. y- you know how they formed i don't please they, yeah, yeah, uh, the other that. band members heard darius rucker singing oh, in, in the, the shower. shower that's right yes in the shower and well, they, they were all <laughs> hanging out in the bathroom yeah, then, they, <laughs> then they busted in and were like guess what buddy we're in a band i gotta <laughs> be put on your pants i gotta be honest i read that story a while back and i've been singing in our shower for the past two years <laughs> hoping that tommy would discover me <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's Anyone? never made any comments, but he did put a no singing sign in our bathroom. <laughs> I love the image of you walking out of the shower in a towel being like, I'm ready to be signed. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I want to read a few of the song facts here. This song uh, is a tribute to Bob Dylan. I and mean, uh, he sued them. And he, which, that's the funniest thing in the world. Was Wait, they were trying. How is it attributed to Bob Dylan? So uh, in, uh, it contains lyrics from various Dylan songs, including oh, a mention of Dylan's that. "Tangled Up in Blue." Some okay. of the words that come directly from Dylan's track "Idiot Wind." Uh, they say, "I shot a man named Gray and took his wife to Italy. She inherited a million bucks, and when she died, it came to me. I can't help it if I'm lucky." That's that's just a Dylan line, straight up. And also, that that name sounds like it was like in Dylan's punk face for sure. Idiot went. Idiot <laughs> that's like a, a Bob Dylan wrote that for Green Day. <laughs> uh, but, apparently, Dylan felt the tribute infringed too closely on original work, and he sued the group for unauthorized use of his lyrics. According to VH1, he received a large out of court settlement. In 1995. What a bummer. I'm sure he needed the money. (laughs) I mean, it's like, that is obviously just a fuck you from Bob Dylan. Of course. He doesn't need the money. He clearly doesn't need the money. That had to be pre-Christian phase. Yeah. He's just like, I just love that you dedicate something to a person and then they sue you and take your money. Yeah. <laughs> that is brutal. By the <laughs> way, like someone you at the front of the book, it's like to Bob Dylan, and then <laughs> next thing you know, you don't have a house anymore. <laughs> oh, oh man. I bet he was mad because they were competing with the wallflowers and he was trying to help out his son. That's right. Yes. Bob Dylan notoriously an incredible father i also <laughs> <laughs> really loving father i went on a joke was Alice podcast and i posited that uh the wallflowers album bringing down the horse is better than any bob dylan album yeah. and i'd like to take that back <laughs> <laughs> i would just like to officially take back that stance <laughs> that's bold <laughs> but i would like to posit a similar argument which yes. is that the song all right by darius rucker solo is better than any Hootie and the Bullfish song. Wow. That was my new theory. All right, let's let's listen listen to it. it. Yeah, I didn't have... I mean, you could have given me a fucking heads up (laughs) you were going to posit something like that. What's it called? (laughs) All right. All right. It's on his top five. I mean, even he doesn't think that it's that good. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Literally, he's like, this song's fine. Wait, is it It's All Right to Cry? No, it's literally just the word all right. It uh, it was like number five on his top play when I looked today. All right. God damn it, Tom. It's from the album (laughs) These Are B Plus Songs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see. going to quickly disagree. Oh, <laughs> nice use of reverb, though. What a chance. <laughs> I'm going to pre-posit uh, that uh, Take a Knee My Ass is better than this song. <laughs> Five-star reservations 
I got spaghetti hand, a cheap bottle of wine. You know, Joy. Did he just say, I got spaghetti hand? I got spaghetti hand, the dolphins make me cry. I got spaghetti hands. I already take back my fear. Okay, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I came I, in hot and I was wrong. You came also, in so hot. Oh. I also just love any song where you try and like make yourself relate to working class people. And he, so he uses ain't, but then he's like, I ain't got no caviar. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's not the first <laughs> thing. Shoes under my feet. Yeah. yeah, no, that's not great. Later on, we'll walk down to the river. Right, the river. The river. They I all bring it and stare up at the moon. It may not be no French Riviera. But it's all the same to me as long It's as about I- being in love. <laughs> Rucker, Rucker said on his record company's website, this is how we really feel. I love the simplicity of the whole song. And of course, anytime you get to mention Patsy Cline in a song, I think that's awesome. Dude, they do this all the time. He was sued by Patsy Cline. <laughs> <laughs> Patsy Cline took it for everything he's worth. Patsy Cline took him for his caviar and Don Perignon, which turned out he did have. <laughs> the label is like, please, please, Darius, do not mention any other singer. I think so often they do this. They did this with REM in another song. Oh, where yeah. they, they they just I think they want other artists to like them so badly. That's really funny. <laughs> you know, there's no number of blue f- blowfish. You could be one. I will say it's wildly depressing to me that the number one popular Darius Rucker song on Spotify is his cover of Wagon Wheel. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a real bummer. Which is another yeah. song that he is paying Bob Dylan royalties from. Mm. Jesus. That's so a good go. song, though. But yeah, that's a uh, boy, Darius. You're a good man. Well, also, when Darius Rucker left Hootie and the Blowfish to like do his solo career, uh-huh. there was this whole confusion, which I think is like, it, I think they're actually probably all really nice guys, which is yeah. why this came from. But it's such a funny, like, normally someone leaves the band and they're like, I'm going to be a star. And instead, he left the band and like, was releasing his own albums, but they kept denying that Hootie and the Blowfish were broken up. Oh, that's really <laughs> like, no, sad. no, no. We're all still together. He's just doing his own thing. But the band still exists. We're not playing together. But and now they're on. Uh, they're on tour again with the Bare Naked with Ladies. Naked Ladies, which, by the way, what a concert for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. wow. I want to go. Who's opening, Jared? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Jared, we should yeah. go ahead and hear some thoughts. Uh, if you're a listener to the show, then you are familiar with this segment. But if not, uh, we have our friend and foe of the podcast, Jared Thompson from the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana. Leave his thoughts on the band every week. Uh, here are his thoughts on Hootie and the Blowfish. What's up, y'all? This week's they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Hootie and the Blowfish. I think if you would have asked me this question as they were becoming popular like 20-some-odd years ago, my response would, or my critique, I guess, would have been much meaner than it is now. I think that the reason that they kind of became this enemy of the, you know, of the rock and roll world was because they were so just like, there was no teeth to it. It was just this, like, very easygoing, like, crap that it just wasn't very good at the time. And it's not good still. 
But I think with 20-some-odd years of garbage to come behind it, like just these awful bands and, you know, sometimes like not even just artists, not even like a full band is just as bad or worse, like Maroon 5 or just thinking back over the years. I think that there is a bit of nostalgia that comes through in listening to Hootie and the Blowfish. I mean, we all know the songs. They were never good for one minute, but there is, at, at the very minimum, you have the nostalgia factor to go on top of the songs. So, I mean, nobody that has a a good palate for music ever liked them when they were first popular. You would only find people that like them now are either people who have a terrible you know, viewpoint of music and they're older like I am, or they just didn't know that they sucked the first time through and they've been sort of presented as this vintage band. But anyway, I would certainly rather listen to this than a lot of the crap that we hear nowadays. So anyway, thanks. All right, that was Jared. Boy, coming in hot. But also, at first I thought that was going to be a lot softer, and yeah. then it got much harsher as it went. <laughs> <laughs> it was really upbeat destroying, though. You know, like, it reminded me of, uh, there was this uh, DeMarcus Cousins quote about Charles Barkley once, where he said, uh, he said, like, I don't like the guy, but on the other hand, I do not respect him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the funniest quote, and that was kind of what he just did. That's amazing. Well, it's not like they ever were good, but if you're a person who likes them now, you've never had any good taste in music. (laughs) (laughs) I think what he's saying is definitely right, that it's just, uh, it's very safe, and it's very... Sure. But I I think the reason that it is better than stuff like Maroon 5 is they never tried to be, they never tried to, like, adapt with the times. Mm -hmm. It was just Darius Rucker, even in his country career, he's always just been kind of, like, really simple chord progressions. He has a great voice. He doesn't really say anything in his songs but they're all very pleasant to yeah. listen to you know yeah i'm not sure i disagree with anything that he said yeah, yeah. there's a, a salon.com article uh, called the 15 most hated bands of the last 30 years and hootie and the blowfish is on the list and they say if music on the radio in the early 90s all sounded the same that's because it was all hootie and the blowfish all the time the band's bland music had no real edge and just enough melody to have comfortably become background noise, except then the booming baritone voice of Darius Rucker came on and bore into your skull like a drill. 20 years later, and chances are that you can still hear Rucker rattling around there in your brain. Wow. I Man. feel like that's always the critique of Hootie yeah. and the Blowfish, though. It's actually never that it's bad. It's right. always like, it's it like didn't safe. have edge. It's catchy, yeah. and it's, yeah. Which right. is like, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it just depends on what you want from your music, right? Sure. Like, sometimes... I want it to have edge. Yeah, sometimes I don't want to be challenged. I just want to, like, lay on my couch and be like, all right. <laughs> that's See? this band. <laughs> oh, you're right. I take it back. It's the greatest song of all. Sometimes it's you just so want to lay on your couch. You don't want no caviar. <laughs> you don't want no Dom Perignon. <laughs> you walked into Tommy's crib. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And now Darius Rucker sues me for copyright infringement. You said the word. Uh, uh, there's a lot. We had a lot of thoughts on Facebook, but first, I, I want to see. Did you, uh, Chalewa Sharps yeah, said that he tried to do an R&B album in between Hootie and Country. I oh, wonder I, if we could find that. Yeah, let's see. Chalewa? That's, yeah, I Incredible. saw the comment. Incredible guest on the new live show. I don't know if this will be up yes. before or after oh, that, but she's the best. Yes, so she, good. I will not say what happened yeah, because we don't want to spoil boy, it. But yeah. two episode or two live ones in a row, she killed it. Yes. So she's a she's a real 
monster She's at that show. So funny. <laughs> also, just an unbelievably encyclopedic understanding of music. I yes. know. Yeah, she, she could, like, her comments are very insightful. When I saw that she commented on this post, I was like, oh, for sure she's going to know way more about Hootie and the Blowfish yes. than I could ever. So she wrote, just want uh, to be sure y'all talk about Darius Rucker's horrible neo-soul album he released after the Hootie days, but before he released, uh, realized he's the Charlie Pride of our generation. He cannot sing R&B. That album is so bad. So let's go yeah, to... Yeah, we got to try and find that, because I was very intrigued by that, and I didn't know that that existed. Yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to look up Darius And of course, R&B, R&B, the B does stand for Blowfish, as we all know. <laughs> but we don't Rudy know who R is. Yeah. <laughs> Rucker in the... Blo- or in the... Damn it... <laughs> Fuck yeah, me. And blowfish. That works. Uh, there's <laughs> wagon wheel. Fuck me. I've never heard a more resigned that works. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that'll do. <laughs> oh, it's got to be this Back to Then album. Let's hear a wild one. You want to hit that a little bit? Yep. Okay, here we go. So far, I like it. <laughs> I will pause it. <laughs> <laughs> Better than anything Usher ever did. <laughs> I'd like to ask you from the oh. start if you could pull me out of the dark, or if our love will fall apart like cookies crumble. See, I'm a demon on the loose. I'm like an engine with no caboose. Oh, yes. oh. He is right. There's nothing sexier than a man saying caboose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, honestly, Darius Rucker could have probably had a much bigger solo career if yeah. he just paid someone to write him like six pages of similes. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like, <laughs> give me crumble. some. Yeah, cook- yeah. It's like the cookie crumbles when our relationship crumbles. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, shit. He has a song with Snoop Dogg. We Let's hear that. It. Sleeping in my bed. Is this it? Yeah. Oh no. Somebody's beating it up. Oh shit. Rise and shine now, baby. I got a little something on my mind. I really want to talk to you, and I hope that you will listen to me. I admit that you had me too. This is hard to defend. <laughs> Oh, boy. I, I would need to see where this goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wonder what Snoop does. I'm going to skip forward. That's got to be Snoop. This seems like both of them. This is like both of them were trying something new that didn't yeah. work. Yes. Yeah. Like Snoop was like, what if I sang? And yeah. Darius was like, what if I kind of rapped? <laughs> I'm going to be fully honest. If I had heard this in probably like 
2000. I think this is 2002, but if I had heard this in like 98, 99, I probably would have liked it. Really? <laughs> I think I would have been into it. I really liked R&B and I could see myself being like, that's not bad. Somebody yeah, is somebody beating, is beating it, up. it up. I'm glad we both liked yep. the same one. <laughs> I did wish it was Darius seeing that. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, Shalewa is right. That is brutal, but it's funny that. Yeah, thank you, Shalewa. Thank you. That was a that. huge yeah. find. That was great. Um, a lot of people were comment or Tony Jones wrote, I didn't even realize he did such a thing and then looked for it also. Um, Logan Cummins says, I heard hold my hand on the radio the other day and remembered every single word. Cracked rear view was part of the soundtrack to the nineties for sure. Uh, Jordan Sellers writes, while not fodder for your show for the first time by Darius Rucker is both an unironically good song and uses a lot of the new country tropes. Everyone laughs at. I don't think I would like that, but maybe it's the best song <laughs> that ever existed. Um, let's see here. Madeline, uh, Madeline, writes, I love Hootie, but I'm not famous enough, famous enough to do the podcast. Mm-hmm, you gotta be famous. Me feel great. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, John Wilkins, um, wrote that Darius is much more famous now. No. Chris Donahue, Donahue writes, fuck yeah, Hootie rules. Our good friend John Bill and CD writes, loved Crack Rearview so much. Fairweather Johnson was not bad. Before they got big, they were the house band at a bar in Glover Park, uh, north of Georgetown in D.C. called Grog and Tankard. Me, uh, my friends played there a few times, and it's exactly what you'd expect a bar with that name to be. Nice. I have very clear expectations for Grog and Tankard. Grog and Tankard. Wow. I, we got to check out Grog and Tankard. That's our next live show. We'll be at Grog and Tankard. <laughs> By the way, really quickly, I want to say I, I'm curious uh, how much it would cost us to get Jared to go see that bare naked lady. <laughs> <laughs> I think a live report. We should, have, we should yeah. have a new Patreon uh, tier <laughs> just for that. <laughs> I bet they're coming through Bloomington. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Shannon Norman writes, I bought this CD and the cramps bad music for bad people at the same time. It was a very confusing time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Madalonzo Morning writes, I think that if Outcast can give them a shout out with a song called Hootie Who, then they're okay in my book. They have haven't done that but if they can <laughs> uh yeah uh, Paige bowman writes hootie and the blowfish was my first concert i was in first grade that's wow. interesting that's an interesting first concert yeah and pretty young to go to your first concert yeah, yeah. i think i was like fourth grade maybe yeah yeah speaking of um, people oh yeah go ahead oh no go i was ahead. just gonna say that uh thing about that tour made me think that i went to a uh, third eye blind tour a few Hell uh, yeah. years nice. ago wait a few years ago really no, how real, was it kind of recent well i First of all, I had a good time, but like everyone was there, like semi ironically, yes, uh, like a semi uh, semi charm. Charm. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it, what was funny about that is at one point, like people were cheering because they played like one of the three songs that everyone knew, and then uh-huh. afterwards, the lead singer goes, "You guys are amazing." It's like I always say. Third Eye Blind fans are the craziest fans in the world. And he was clearly like ready for everyone to scream, but literally it was dead silent no. afterwards because everyone was like, that's not true. I mean, <laughs> not even close to true. Dumbass. <laughs> the craziest fans in the world. Like, what about the insane clown posse? Yes. Yeah. I was just or such like a funny war moment. or something. Yeah. yeah anything. Anything. It's so funny. I've never been to a. Uh, a show where it's like you're a rock star and then i feel such pity for you when oh, you say yeah. something like that <laughs> yeah uh um, sorry you're gonna say something before. oh steven jenkins yeah he's yeah. Just, he's a dumbass i would clearly i'm i love those first two albums so much mm-hmm. and i would love to go see them uh it was just, a fun concert to hear that uh this was in providence 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw okay. them in Providence. So, um, speaking of uh, going to the see them in concert, uh, uh, along with finding that tweet from Josh Gondelman, I also found this very depressing tweet from someone named yes. uh, <laughs> Captain Appleseed. Okay. <laughs> they wrote, I have Hootie and the Blowfish stuck in my head. Uh, fun fact, my best friend uh, <laughs> finger-banged my then-high school girlfriend <laughs> at a Hootie show. I fucking hate my brain for choosing to remember these connections. What a what a weird move! Oh, <laughs> well, someone man. beat it up. <laughs> I have to say, sorry, Captain Appleseed. Sorry, Captain. Yeah, you got to know not to let your girl go to a hootie show. Happen, yeah. I only want to be with your best. Friend. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Um, so that concludes our Facebook portion here. Um, I found a lot of interesting stuff because that first album was such a big success. Yeah, it sold I think 16 million albums or something like that. Whoa. It was uh, number 18, I think, on the top uh, like 20 albums sold like ever or something. Like oh, that. whoa, wow, that's it's wild. crazy. That's yeah. really wild. Um, it's insane how much it sold. But then uh, the follow up is what everybody kind of gave shit to because. Do like compared to that other album, it was yeah. a, a bit of a flop, even though it sold millions of albums. Uh, people made fun of it and shit. But uh, <laughs> there was a Rolling Stone writer who got fired <gasps> for writing a negative review of that album. <gasps> um, well, Hootie is famously mob connected. <laughs> yeah. I would have, of all the bands that I would think that you could get blacklisted for panning, Hootie and the Bluefish would never have been up there. Like, what is like Hootie? Hootie's like the biggest advertiser in Rolling Stone. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, actually, we're the ones buying all these full page ads. You uh, have no idea how high up this thing goes. Uh, yeah. You don't want to eat the blowfish. You couldn't handle the blowfish. You don't want to know the truth. I kept telling you I'm not Hootie. You don't want to meet Hootie. <laughs> they, do, they do that so in court, no one can. <laughs> no one's ever heard of Hootie. Yeah. No one ever sees Hootie they face just uncovered to face. Hootie's that guy that got shot in Jersey or whatever. Yeah, last yeah. Week. <laughs> uh, it says this uh, is a QAnon podcast, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> we no. love it. Thank we're you. it. Yeah. Thank you to all the QAnon fans. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so you about, much. <laughs> I think we should become a. Uh, uh, Oh shit! What's the name of the organization that's like behind everything? Anonymous. Oh, yeah, we no. can't talk the about Illuminati. That on. The Illuminati. I think we should become an Illuminati podcast. Yes, we should flash those signs around and stuff. <laughs> hey, if you're part of the Illuminati, <laughs> we're we're here for you. Yes. <laughs> uh, Look, uh, this is in 96 that this Rolling Stone thing happened. Uh, okay. Jan Winter fired senior music editor Jim DeRogatis after eight months on the job for writing a negative review of Hootie and the Blowfish. Uh, previous to his firings, uh, he was told he was a bad apple and didn't know anything about music. And after he filed his review, which was swapped for a positive one, <gasps> he told uh, he later told the New York Observer that perhaps Hootie's eight and a half million records sold had something to do with Winter's decision. Uh that day that the Observer report came out, he was fired. Damn, it sounds like it was more that uh, he talked shit about Rolling Stone. Also, Jim Derogatis, I saw speak once. Because mm-hmm. he was speaking about Lou Reed, who he wrote a book about for an Indiana University alumni event. Ah, because he went to Indiana University. Right. And I went with Connor Delahant. A lot of information. None of it shirt. interesting. He <laughs> is that true? That is all true. Oh, man. 
He sounds like a bad apple, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's well, I showed up there to sure. intimidate him. <laughs> hey, so you, wanna... you got a problem with Big Hootie? <laughs> <laughs> People don't forget. <laughs> it's been 22 yeah. years. I, I love that that would follow him around. <laughs> hey, motherfucker! <laughs> say it to my face! Yeah, he can't show his face in New York ever again. <laughs> I only want to be with you so I can fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone that gives him, like, the big puffed-out cheeks of the blowfish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the sign. It's going to be you swimming with the Fishies. Oh, damn. Damn. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see here. So, you, uh, do you have any intentions of seeing the, the Hootie oh, tour? Oh, I'd see this tour. I didn't know I the tour existed go. until yesterday, but I would go. Yeah, is there uh, I'll go to the New one York in Day? Indiana with Jared. <laughs> yeah, just travel, yeah. Jared, is he's legally obligated to go. Yes. Yeah. Jared, I know you're listening. Um, let's go together, man. <laughs> tell, me a good, tell me some good dates. I'll get out there. Oh, man. You Imagine flying to Bloomington yeah. just so I could see this tour with a person I've never met before. Yeah. <laughs> it would be worth it. Although I'm sure he would uh, he would complain the entire time. It would be very funny, though. Sounds I great. really want to do this. <laughs> I don't know if I want to fly to Bloomington for it, but... Uh, Look, get on that Patreon. We'll fly Jared out. <laughs> we'll make him bus around with a tour. <laughs> he has to follow the tour. Um, let's listen to some more Hootie and the Blowfish while we're here. Why not? You know? Um, <laughs> I still have the R&B album up. I want to listen to more of that R&B album. <laughs> okay, so let's hear Hold My Hand. With a little love and some tenderness We'll walk upon the water We'll rise above the mess With a little peace and some harmony We'll take the world together We'll take them by the hand that he went from taking a walk together to walking the road a while. <laughs> Two different activities. <laughs> I also just feel like, you listen to that, I'm like, if you don't like that because it doesn't have enough edge, you just don't like being happy. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, those chords are made to make you happy. That's true. That's an inherently upbeat song. I will That's say, I don't think... And this, I honestly think this. I don't think I've ever listened to Hootie and the Blowfish in headphones in my entire life. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Just I because of like I the way... Either. That's like, true. Yeah, yeah. Same here. It's really an open windows yes. through a car speaker's yeah. band. Yeah, it's so, and uh, I will say, I, I like that song, but hearing it in headphones, I do not like the bass line. <laughs> and uh, it's a big attention seeking bass line that I, I never noticed before. Because I didn't pay, I was It comes in before the uh, lead guitar. And I'd never noticed it until this time. If you go from the start, you'll hear it better. It comes in right after this. With a little love oh, and some tenderness, 
We'll walk upon you hate the that bass line? Oh my god. I like it. <laughs> I gotta say, I think almost any Hooting the Bluefish song, while I like them, if you start picking apart the individual <laughs> pieces, piece none of them piece. stand up on their own. <laughs> They're like, only in perfect harmony <laughs> yes. with each other can they yeah. all work. But I like, like it's the a very unstable Jenga uh, yeah. situation <laughs> happening. <laughs> For sure. I'm sure if you just listened to Darius Rucker's voice, you'd be like, what has happened here? <laughs> that maybe is the only part that could stand up, but certainly the other parts don't. Oh, man. Um, let's see. Uh, Jeff from Austin, Texas writes, I have nothing against Hootie, in the, uh, Hootie or the Blowfish, personally. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> but I never understood how in the hell they were so popular. It just shows how pathetically lame the 90s music scene was. Uh, for God's sakes, I even thought Hanson and Spice Girls were better than them. Damn. Wow. I don't know if I... I have nothing well, against one, them. Spice Girls are good. Hmm. I think that that's, uh, that's a weird comparison to make. Uh, David Crosby, famous for his work with Crosby, Stills, and Nash, sang backup on this. I thought you were going to say commented songs. on the Facebook. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was like, wow, he wrote it? He writes, I got uh, nothing to do but trash bands. <laughs> he writes, I am now suing Hootie and the Blowfish <laughs> <laughs> for not covering my music. <laughs> uh, damn. Yeah, this is. Uh, Wait, what did he say? Oh no, he he didn't say anything. He just he just he was back up on this. I didn't know. Oh that. really? Oh, yeah. Wow, that's uh, and shocking. some other songs on the same really? album. Yeah, I'm very surprised by that. Yeah, I had no, I did not realize that. Uh, this was like this weird period of time, uh-huh. right? Like uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, Counting Crows. It was like you yeah. could make this kind of music and be the biggest celebrity in the world, yes. right? Like you Adam could Durant be for sure, yeah. Adam Duritz and be dating Courtney Cox because yeah. of your music. Like that's he dated two of the damn friends. It's well, crazy. maybe uh. he claims that he. I mean, there's some weird claims being made over there, but yeah, two of the friends and Joey can't get a piece. Damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> <laughs> this definitely takes me back to that, like watching Friends. It's this, yeah. Counting Crows is the exact comparison. Yeah. It's funny the way that they're safe though, and the and the amount that I like them reminds me of Creed because mm. I liked about the same amount of Creed as I like of Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like I was, did, were you ever? Did you ever like Creed? I don't know if you. Were, I like those songs. Yeah, like the big ones. Yes. Yeah, and then you realize they're terrible. Like, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, they're so like the it was so safe. That's what this reminds me of. Mm. But. This is a Christian podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it was so safe until like it was a trap, right? Yeah, like yeah. there was a while where it was like everyone loves this song, and then like two years later, I was like, "Can you believe people listen to Creed?" And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No yeah, one I <laughs> that I know. Yeah, I, d- I think we talked about. Th- I don't know. Remember if we talked about this with Josh on the live one? But I think they just kind of got a reputation as a fratty band. Hootie did. Oh, for sure. But because they kept playing on College Game Day like all the time. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. They were like kind of the go-to. Like ESPN loves this band, which is like a weird <laughs> yeah. place to be yeah. in music. You know? Yes. Well, it's and also they're like good for like this. I feel like every Hootie and the Bluefish song is like if you commissioned a musician and was like, write me a song that I'll be able to sing. Half yelling, half drunk. Yeah, yes. like, every one of our songs is perfect for that. Totally. You know? End we of need a bands like that. Oh my hand! Yeah. It's just perfect for it. We need more bands like that. that yeah. are but that are good. It doesn't really exist anymore because no, now it's like fun. now. I mean, literally in terms of college game day, it's like the Chainsmokers are the yeah. ones who come on, uh, and, and it's like Lee Corso interviewing the Chainsmokers. It's very <laughs> weird, which really happened. No, we played up. that on our show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you weren't here for that one. I was that not was on the that one episode. That, uh, no. Yeah, we played that. It was very weird. People call that the best episode of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really mean. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyways, let's listen to uh, let's listen to some more. Uh, Hootie. This is Wishing. I 
listening to that, I really do think I think that the part of the appeal is it's like Hootie and the Blowfish is just like one notch better than you and your friends could do in a garage. You know, <laughs> uh, yes. it's like yes. like you could play this song and yes. you'll sound a lot like them, but you're just like not quite as good a singer as Darius Rucker. Yeah, that's so funny that uh, <laughs> that guitar specifically, that right? little tiny solo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's nothing. It's like I'm not good at guitar, but I guarantee you, if I practice <laughs> oh, for a while, for they'd be like, sure. hey, yeah. no, hit the solo. No, 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 no. That's it. And you're like, and that's supposed to be the moment where you're like, oh fuck, he done did it on him. And they don't even, they only like half distort it too where it's like we don't want to be too punk so we can't. it's like it wouldn't have been no matter what you did to it like, uh, that was wishing is that from what album is that from that is from that seems like an attempt for them to diverge musical chairs okay which yeah. is, is that like the is that album, what is that, that later? that's not that reason. it's later okay well yeah. nothing is that I mean, other that than reason. what they just put out because it reminds me of Counting Crows put out an album uh, I think it's called Saturday Nights and Sunday Mornings mm-hmm. and it has a very similar sound to that I feel like all oh, the 90s bands tried to kind of get an edge yeah. at some point like <laughs> we can do it <laughs> give me six notes <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> they just like kind of realized what they looked at as and tried to yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm looking up musical chairs just to see. Oh, it's 98. Apparently, it's a game. (laughs) (laughs) The worst researcher in the world. We did the. We made the first album specifically designed for you to play musical chairs (laughs) too. No, 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 no! Stop! (laughs) (laughs) That would be a good concept album. Hey, do that with this podcast. (laughs) No, this is going to be huge. Yeah, musical podcast. That's (laughs) that's the real thing. (laughs) Man, what a game. Musical chairs. I haven't played that in ages. We should yeah. play. Maybe after the show, we'll play around. Whoa, yeah, we should definitely do that. <laughs> there was some weird thing in Scientology where they would do musical chairs, but there was like a weird torture element to it that I <laughs> should look into before I talk about freely on a podcast. Hey, I gotta say we're that pro Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say that that doesn't sound true, but it definitely is something that if you <laughs> keep talking about, you will get sued, Tommy, which is on brand for this yeah. episode. Tommy, I'm trying to get the Illuminati into the show. <laughs> we can't talk about Scientology. <laughs> when the um, music stops, free your things. <laughs> <laughs> so You're that an was impressive person. <laughs> <laughs> that was wishing. Let's hear. I will wait. Also off of musical. Now, these are all Jack Johnson references. <laughs> Sitting, waiting, wishing. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is a very Jack Johnsony band too. Yeah.
I just was looking at, uh, there's no like song facts to this one, so I was just looking up the music video to see what people commented on the, in the a comment that got a lot of thumbs up on this was uh, Orlando Hernandez writes, does anyone remember being surprised as a kid in the 90s when you saw this music video and the reveal that he was black? Oh, <laughs> not, no. not hating, I thought it was cool. The reveal. <laughs> the reveal. <laughs> and in a Shyamalan-style twist. Yeah. <laughs> also a twist at the end of this comment. Not hating. I thought it was cool. <laughs> it's weird to have a feeling about it either way, yeah. I think. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Hey, here's a very problematic racial comment. But I ended the end by saying, I thought it was the best part of the band. I think that was a thing. I, that made me think of Charlie Pride, the Chilewa reference. Because I, I, in uh, Cocaine and Rhinestones, they referenced that, that the, they wouldn't put him on the album cover because they knew it wouldn't sell as well if people knew he was black. Mm, it's, uh, yeah, it was That's uh, why we haven't put you on the cover of uh, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't sell as well if they knew that you were white <laughs> or Irish. There we go. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I was surprised because usually when we do a band like this, if it's a song I haven't heard, I'm 100% out. Yeah. And this one, I actually liked it. I'd never heard it. So yeah. kudos I, to you. <laughs> thank you. I, you know, I really appreciate that. Also, I, I was thinking about as I was listening to this one, this is a... This might be a little bit of a tangent, but it's, it's going to tie back in. Do you know how... I, I feel like there are... A fair number of comedians who, when I see them perform, I laugh just because they say something in a funny way. Yes. And then I'm like, if I, I go back and think about like, what was the joke? And it turns out like there was no joke. They just kind of said it like this, you uh, know? Yeah, sure. And then I laugh because it's like, oh, that's the way it's supposed to go. Uh-huh. And I'm just, be- I'm just with musicians because I feel like they get that, but like times a thousand, right? Like I just like the way Darius Rucker's voice sounds. Uh-huh. And so when I'm now, as I'm listening to these critically, I'm like listening to the words he's saying and I'm like... These lyrics here are really bonkers, right? Like, Mm -hmm. he needs to smell or touch her hair. (laughs) I can't live without her. He's going to spend tonight without her. It's like, you have contradicted yourself in every Uh, one of your sentences. Yeah, it really makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah, he, it seems like he keeps switching, like, who's talking. Like, yeah. 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 It's like, who is this guy talking to? I can't live without her, but he's not talking to her. He's talking to you, Darius Rucker? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't totally understand. So apparently this song is about his friend's parents. Uh, yeah, one Whoa. was like a, a soldier, and then the wife was always waiting for him to come home or something. But uh, Ben owes the military. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, hey, um, Darius, could you stop? getting in my family's business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you asking so many questions about my damn parents? Hey. stop talking to my mom about her personal issues. Hey, hey, can I ask you something? Did your mom, like, miss your dad? <laughs> um, why do you have that notepad? Is, is your mom spending another night alone in Charleston? <laughs> and it's weird, because Tom spent one night uh, with a lot of friends in Charlottesville two years ago. <laughs> Look, I thought that we were just going to have some torches and have a nice campfire. It was cold. It turned out it was... <laughs> oh no! To be a very different experience. <laughs> Twist the reveal. You're not all white. <laughs> um, let's see here. Let's listen to another song here. Do, do, do. Oh shit! God damn it! Uh, this is Driver Eight. So this is okay. This is from Hootie and the Bluefish's album of covers, which is called ah. Scattered, Smothered, and Covered. Also, <laughs> really fun play on how they serve your hash browns at the Waffle House. It's a Waffle House, right? Yeah. 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 Also a Jack Johnson song. I've been scared. All right. Let's hear a little bit of Driver 8. Mm-hmm. 
exchange for this R.E.M. cover, Darius Rugger had to give Michael Stipe both of his kidneys. <laughs> it's a legal decision. Oh, man. There's a video of Foodie and the Blowfish playing this song. It has one thumbs up. Oh, no. <laughs> Boy. I, I really strongly associate this song, though, with like being in the car, kind of falling asleep like with my parents driving. Yeah. Are you like, a big R.E.M. fan? Uh, I do like R.E.M. a lot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know this song. Uh, I didn't either. Oh, yeah. I used to listen to REM a decent amount, but I never I never heard this one before. We were talking about Wagon Wheel. One time I saw Old Crow Medicine show mm-hmm. on a uh playing a concert on a ferry circling New York, circling Manhattan, and oh. I was standing right next to Michael Stipe. What? Wow. Yeah. That is a crazy situation. I was so like, you, and no one else recognized wait, him and I was like that was you in the corner? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that night I lost my religion and gained a new one. <laughs> Old what crow. Else, what else is on this uh, Elm of Covers? Can we look at that? Uh, I'm, I'm just int- I'm intrigued. I, didn't... I think the next one I gave you is also from this album. Oh, oh let's go ahead and listen to it then. Oh, you're right. It's uh, I Hope That I Don't Fall In Love With You. I'm going to oh, give it away. Yes. I like this song a lot. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to skip forward. I don't fall in love with you. <laughs> I just like that guy. <laughs> well, the night does funny things inside a man. <laughs> These old tomcat feelings you don't understand. Well, I turn around and look at you and light a cigarette. Wish I had the guts to bump one, but we never met. Is this Tom Waits originally? Yeah, this is Tom Waits. I don't fall in love with you. Now, I think this album is maybe Hootie and the Bluefish's best album because I I think they're really good at music and really bad at writing. Yeah. So this album where it's all covers, I'm like, every song is great because, like, they make things sound good. They're just horrible at like writing the lyrics. Mm-hmm. So when Tom Waits writes the lyrics, man, this is beautiful. Yeah. Also, this song. And also, I don't like ending. Tom Waits' voice as much. As I like <laughs> well, yeah, Darius Rucker does sound like Tom Waits if he took care of himself. <laughs> and Tom Waits who believed in Tom Waits who believed in self care. I wish I could hear a Tom Waits covering Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I will wait. <laughs> Wherever you are. When he says "Let her cry," it's very menacing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, yeah. so I looked up. Um, I was just in the wrong mood for this because I was like, I was having a nice walk. It was a Sunday day. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I don't listen to this. Yeah. Well, this the also has a cool. twist ending, though. Oh yeah, wait, wait. I don't. Is I he hope black? that I don't fall in love with him. at the end. I'm black. <laughs> it was weird when Tom Waits performed it. <laughs> yeah, Tom Waits really got some, got himself in some hot water for this song. The last two li- lyrics. Will I turn around and look at you? You're nowhere to be found. Is this towards the end? 
Here we go, it's coming up, the twist. Nope, not quite yet. And now, here it is. And I think that I just fell in love with you. I just got the chills. Oh, Damn. no. Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. He hopes uh, it didn't <laughs> happen, but it did. It did. Wow. So, <laughs> the other songs on this album are Fine Line, mm-hmm. I Go Blind, Almost oh, Home. Oh, I actually really like the cover of I Go Blind. Yeah. That was a song I would listen to in college a lot. It's also, ah. I feel like, uh, I think we someone... that for a Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy it. I think Here his it voice is. works really well with this I, song. I also can't remember if someone commented this on your post, or, some, or someone told this to me when I said I was doing this, but they were talking about, is this song a compliment or an insult? Every time I look at you, I go blind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love it. Funny, the back, whenever the backup singers say it is just the most generic voice, the, the most yeah. generic white voice you could ever have. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> but again, listening to this, I gotta say, I still think all of these songs are within the wheelhouse of a Tommy McNamara cover. Oh, and I would sure. that one specifically, I feel like I'm modeling myself after. Well, I, would, <laughs> I personally would like to see you cover their album of covers. Oh wow, covered, Ooh. scattered, smothered, and covered, covered. Whoa, oh, that's good. That would sell so many copies. <laughs> that, would, that would be a blockbuster album. Hey, bring back the album. <laughs> oh God! That was the whole thing I knew on the oh, covers. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Before we get out, there's a uh, Led Zeppelin cover. Hey, hey, what can I do? Oh, I like that song. Uh, there's also Renaissance Eyes uh, before the heartache rolls in. Araby or Araby? Araby. Uh, I'm over you. Uh, Gravity of the situation. Dream baby. Let me be your man. Please, please let me get what... Uh, what's the rest of that? It cuts off on Spotify. Something. Please, please let me get something. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and use me. Those are the... Huh? Those Interesting. Are the um, so that was the playlist. MacMan, how do you feel? I am going to go with a four. Okay. Um, Four. Interesting. I think I really, I really love his voice, and uh, it's it's really simple chords, and all that stuff. And uh, I, I think it is funny that it's really that meant to be listened to at an event or in a car, and it was <laughs> weird listening to it in headphones for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, the guitar playing is uh, very bad. I would say <laughs> when they're trying, anytime they're trying to highlight it, it's like, oh no, you should just stick to uh, let Darius shine. And uh, I will say that I've been converted, and I do not think "All Right" is better than all of those songs. <laughs> so four out of six. Man, it's nice to see how quickly minds can change. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am torn here because I really did like this more than I thought I would even. I didn't love the song, both songs off Musical Chairs, but um, I think I'm going to go 4.75. Wow, that's okay. high. That's very high. I did really enjoy the rest of it, and I do like his voice. I love the twist that it turns out he's black. <laughs> that is really cool. <laughs> that's really cool. Honestly, that is really cool. It's like so cool. <laughs> if you don't think it's cool, there's a problem. <laughs> but no, I really enjoyed it. That's probably high, but it is the year of... Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, what is the, the year of now, Tommy? Now it's Sangria. 
That's right, sangria. Have you had any sangria since last we recorded? Not yet. I almost got one yesterday. Ooh, all right. <laughs> so I that's pretty close. Today, yeah. Just to celebrate. I do feel like you could certainly get a sangria at a Hootie and the Bluffish show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, it's probably only sangria yeah. that they In have. like a giant container. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they have like one of those, it's like the plastic ones they have in Vegas. Yeah. Like the big yeah, straw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like that's legit the only thing they have. Um, yeah, 4.75. What do you think, Chris? Oh, I mean, I'm I'm going to give him a six out of six. six. Perfect. This is a, a very high, score. high average for yeah. uh, for Hootie. Yeah, yeah, very high. Two barely passing grades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's out of six, so it's like it's yeah, uh, that's, that's good. I mean, four out of six is sixty six percent. And if that's, that's bad, barely, then <laughs> yeah, that's bad. I don't want to be good. <laughs> um, it is bad. <laughs> not a good score. <laughs> yeah, Chris, this is not an education podcast. We just want to make sure if you're listening out there and unclear on what a good grade is, sixty six, not great. Hey, we're not here for math, all right? This is a music podcast. Um, Put it in terms you can understand. You barely passed. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about math rock. How about yes, that? Yes, tool. Um, yeah, this was, what a fun time. Do you have any final uh, things you want to say about uh, Hootie before we wrap up here? No, I just think that, you know, I think we hit on a few really important topics that I wanted everyone to remember, one of which is you don't know who Hootie is and you never will and you shouldn't dig too deep into that question. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, you could, you might end up uh, hurt if you yeah. ask too many questions. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, uh, and other than that, I just had a great time. So, you this know, was so, so fun, Great nostalgia man. and some great times with we two gotta, great guys. We got to do it again, buddy. We loved this. This uh, was very fun. Yes, and plugs. Yes, do you have plugs. any of those? Sure. And let me plug your great sweater. Oh, <laughs> yes, it is great. Sweaters. I think I tried on that, a similar sweater it's and I couldn't pull it off. You're pulling it off. You are pulling it off very well. Under $30 at Uniqlo. It's for sale. I did oh, try so that much. on then. Oh, I think. yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I, turns out I am exactly the cut of a slender Japanese man. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I'm their you know, model. I'm just realizing, last night, uh, Josh Gondelman was wearing a sweater that I own <gasps> from uh, Banana Republic. Something People who weird's love hoodie, going on. <laughs> hoodie who love hoodie wear things that I try hoodie on. Hoodie and sweaters. Friendly, friendly sweater boys. <laughs> uh, other plugs? Uh, when does this come out? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, okay, yeah. great. Uh, uh, April 5th, Friday, April 5th, watch the premiere of uh, Why It's an Axe Problem. Oh, yeah. on HBO. Yes. Season two. Hell That's very yeah. cool. Yeah, very awesome. Um, what do I want to play? I will be in uh, around the Toronto area, like not cities nearby, <laughs> but not in around for the JFL Roadshow April 3rd through the 11th with a really fun crew uh so come out to that you know that old saying tom takar so fat he go around the toronto area (laughs) (laughs) oh it's a fat shaming podcast now (laughs) yeah yes it could also be he's so flexible (laughs) oh that's true thank you chris He's so uh, elastic. <laughs> he's all around the area. Tommy is going to be recording an album if he June doesn't get 13th. canceled for that fat shaming comment. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> what is that date? June 13th? June 13th. Oh, wow. <laughs> June 13th. I did two podcasts today. <laughs> I am not I'm dead sober. Got to work on those speaking <laughs> skills before that album. That's true. Much like the band Tool, I am sober. They have a song called Sober. And listen, I'm doing two shows just in case one of them I talk like that. So come to one of those. It'll be really fun. Really? I'm doing a bunch of shows uh, before then in different cities that come to look at my website and do that. Bye. Bye. Keep it crispy. Keep it crispy.